Hello, hello everybody going live for Tuesday Talks. Today we have an amazing soul called Hina, Hina Fatima, and she is an amazing, amazing person. Um, she does quite a lot of stuff. We will get her to come on and do the uh, introduction. Hi, how hello. I am well. How are you doing, Zishan? I am well, fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for uh, joining. And thank you for your time. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here and talking to you. Wonderful, wonderful. Same here as well. Um, so I've done a, a short, very short introduction for you already to start with. Uh, but, you know, in true Choose the Talk styles, I'll pass you the mic by introducing yourself and letting us know who you are, what you do. And uh, the ultimate question that will start all this conversation will be, why do you do it? Uh, well, my name is Hina Fatma. I am a doctor uh, by education. I would say I studied uh, from Pakistan. I'm, I completed my MBBS and then I came to US. But unfortunately, you know, um, I was not able to pursue my uh, career as a doctor. So uh, I kind of, I went, I went into a research field and now I kind of practice uh, NLP coach and uh, I'm very passionate about this because one of the reasons I is because it takes me back to who I am, you know, uh, as a doctor, uh, as a person, I like to help people. And then uh, I do realize that a lot of people out there, especially women, they, they tend to be silent sufferers. So they kind of suffer from a lot of depression, anxiety, you know, and especially from the part of the world that I come from, you know, we have a you know, our in-law, in-laws issues and stuff. Uh, and then when I moved to US, um, I had trouble settling in. Although I was educated, I was a doctor myself. I did not have any language barriers or anything, but uh, still it took me time to settle. It took me almost three, four years to finally accept that I was there and, you know, kind of uh, start liking America. So the reason I started doing this is, was to help women and uh, I also realized that uh, a lot of women uh, because it comes from my heart too that we have a lot of unresolved issues uh, we have things that have happened in the past you know stuff that we don't talk about uh, there's um, and a lot of things that uh, women go through uh, which they would rather speak to somebody who understood uh, who maybe would have uh, gone through it themselves or even if they did not but they would kind of understand uh, you know they would kind of empathize you know there's 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 a difference when we say yeah we understand or we agree or we uh, understand what you're going through but you don't actually understand it till you've gone through it so that's why it's it's one of my passion you know I, I like to help women a lot to especially because I myself underwent a postpartum depression and uh, you know I, I I've call myself a survivor so I've survived a lot of things so to be here where I am right now uh, I've gone through a lot and believe me it's not just me many women do so that's fine wow uh, what, what an amazing story so you're not just a survivor but you are a you know you are not just surviving you are thriving now right. uh, you know you are thriving now with all this that you've uh, built and you're, you're helping everybody uh, out, out there. 
and you've recognized the passion that you have uh, turned it into to help all the other women uh, out yeah. there who are going through similar uh, scenarios. You know, uh, I, I know you, you, you mentioned uh, from from the background you're you're you know in and you're you're the part of the country you're in, right? The part of the world you're in. Uh, I know uh, coming from a similar background, uh, I do understand that uh, it's, it's a taboo subject, right? Uh, you don't get to talk about uh, what's depression. That, that does not exist because nobody talks about it. What, what is depression? There's not, no such thing as that. Uh, you, you just carry on living life, right? Continue day by day. You just wake up, do your things, and then the next day, then the next day. A few like everybody undergoes depression you know every every normal individual feels depressed at some point in time like it's just not possible for one person to be in a constant state of happiness or in a constant state of where they're feeling okay they've achieved something in life you know so uh, you do go up you go do come down it's it's very normal even in in our you know in the psychiatric world they they have certain uh, they have a criteria to define if somebody is suffering from a, you know, a proper a depressive disorder. So like a depression, something like that I may suffer or you may suffer, it may not necessarily fall in that category. You know, there are certain symptoms uh, that they need to have and for a long period of time. And again, one more important thing, Zeeshan, a lot of times people think that people grow out of it. You know, they assume, you know, depression comes and you grow uh, through it. Or, uh, for example, if you've had any kind of trauma, traumatic experience, you know. And here I would like to kind of also uh, point out that trauma has many, many different kinds. You, many, you see, so many things can leave such a, a, you know, drastic, such a disturbing kind of uh, impact on your mind. Small things such as, you know, uh, just a road traffic accident or maybe a loss of a loved one, you know, from, from those things to big things like maybe uh, being abused and, you know, or maybe uh, being harassed, you know. And even with abuse, uh, unfortunately, especially in Pakistan and this part of the world, people take this term, uh, they think that it's related to just sexual harassment and stuff like that but there are so many different kinds of abuse you know there's financial abuse there's emotional abuse you know there's even when you're uh, bullying somebody you're discriminating against them over the way they look or what their educational or financial background is all this comes in abuse you know and these leave an impact you know i do know i i, I come across a lot of people who come to me you know who are my clients like simple things such as uh, you know, being harassed, uh, bullied as a child, you know, or uh, being compared to their siblings. You know, I've had I've had a client who constantly was in a state of battle with her with her siblings, you know, and you just think and you just believe that this, you kids would grow out of it. And now she's over 40 years old and all of that issues have, have come back. And now she's literally fighting her in-laws. And what she's doing is she's basically bringing back all that trauma from her childhood, mm -hmm. you know. So it's important to tackle these. It's important to heal from these. And that's what I help people do. You know, I, uh, and one of the reasons I joined this profession to help was because when I needed help, 
I realized that uh, even, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of, you know, uh, uh, psychiatrists or therapists who are out there, uh, they're not, they, they are there, they do listen to you. But then sometimes if they pass any a comment, which is judgmental, which kind of uh, points out, okay, something is wrong with you, or maybe you did something wrong, or you puts a label on you, then you're put off. You don't want to go back to them. And I've been to, uh, to a, a couple of therapists like that. And then I realized, no, it, 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 you can't judge a person. You just cannot judge a person for the way they behave or for what they've gone through because everybody, believe me, has some kind of history. You know, so our anger, our resentment, our whatever our issues are, it, it's coming from somewhere. So we need to kind of go and touch, who, touch where it's coming from and help them heal from there. You know, it, it's, it's so common. We just kind of label people with, okay, they have anger issues or they have uh, uh, other issues, you know, uh, or they, they, have, uh, they are codependent or they have um, low self-esteem and stuff like that. But uh, no, you know, it's, it's, these are real issues. People really suffer. And it's important to help, help these people. I, I love I love that and uh, what you've just mentioned all, all there, you know, and especially that you've highlighted um, <clears throat> quite major issues within the industry itself, you know, because yeah, you you know, you you're you're speaking your heart out and you're you're trying to understand what's happening by telling the story again or uh, first for someone to is already brave enough to mm-hmm. re tell that story that is pretty much going through that all over again you know that's bringing the trauma to the surface or the pain or or the you know the experience whichever whatever the feelings are they're coming back to the surface by telling that story and then to um get some sort of a comment or or a label uh for you to just feel like oh uh, yeah that maybe i did that wrong right uh, oh uh, it shouldn't be there it should be to to case it should as you said it should be time to just find out where did this start from because uh, in certain stage of your life you something should have happened where your body reacted and your mind childhood it always starts from childhood yes I agree hundred percent I agree uh, I am one of those firm believers that everything that you do in your adult life has a root in your childhood you know so. Uh, I'm, I've, I've, I'm, I'm not a professionally, but I do a lot of research on my on the mindset side of things. So there was a research that I read uh, on the mind is everything that the child is going through now uh, for growing up from age of five, but they started very early as well. So age of two already, they have started by watching and th- uh, looking at everything that you are doing in the house. So that, for example, parents, aunties, whoever they are. So they're looking at what, what they do already. So for them, that becomes normal. Okay, this is what we do. This is what we do. You get up, you go there, you do this. And that's what, what then they are trying to do. That's when you see them trying to crawl everywhere, trying to get up everywhere. That's what they know. You know, a lot of times when people come and, you know, and you tell them that there's another way and they can't see it. They don't know that there's another way. Although they, they may know it in a larger picture, but when it comes to them, they see, no, there is no way out. You know, this is the only way. This is the only thing I know. And yeah, you actually have to teach them, no, there is another way. 
you always have a choice you know if if you, uh, and also uh, i would like to uh, you know comment on you just said that when we relive our stories this is something that we do all the time you know and this is also one of the you know it's a, it's a highlight of of post traumatic traumatic um, stress syndrome reliving your stories even if you're not telling them you're telling them to yourself mm-hmm. it's so important to change that story it's so important to put a stop to that story uh, it's so important to grow out from that story because even if that story happened say uh, 10 minutes ago now you're 10 minutes older you're 10 minutes smarter you're you've grown 10 minutes you know so and it takes time i'm not saying it's easy it's easier said than done but i do always tell everybody take the help you need please seek the help you need don't let it go don't think that it will go away because even if it goes away right now it's going to come back and it's going to come back and hit you hard it's going to come back and hit your kids hard so uh, own it don't run away from it own your story don't run away from it don't shy from it but don't kind of you know kind of stay in that guilt or uh, relive it and feel that okay i am this you are not that story you own it it belongs to you it's part of you but you are not that story you can change it you can become a better person in fact you've become a pe- better person already i i love this i love this and another thing that was going through my mind and you just said it as well you know is to own your story you know uh you you have a story that starts anyway when you are born so you you that story is beginning is your life story right and other yeah. people have all these parts uh parts in it especially until you are able to write your own you you you're writing your own story since the time you're born anyway because you are doing your things right you get help by that time everybody is helping you assisting you to reach where you want to go and maybe guide you to the things that are right or wrong you know because everybody does love to help you with that and by that time when the time comes for you to make your own decisions right <laughs> this is where all these things come back right oh i don't know how to make these decisions i i'm now out in the big world now i need to do this and then the trauma has come in and because you're not been taught how to survive that and yeah. and and so forth right so this is where i i'm a firm believer of you know to anything that we are doing as an adult Uh, if you have kids uh, or you look after any kids it is being passed down to them you know yeah. whether that whether that's consciously or subconsciously they are watching and this is being yes. told to them that this is how things happen right and and there is no shame in asking for help and here also i would uh, you know as we said you know the difference between a therapist and a coach and a counselor and a and a psychiatrist is that we as coaches we're helping you move forward you know so we're we're not trying to actually kind of dig into your problems and um create more stress or or treat it in any way uh, although we can i mean i mean if if there is an issue and you need to be seen by a doctor that that's another thing but we as coaches help you move forward you know and uh and there is no shame and you know like you tell your kids you tell your children that you uh, if you don't understand a math problem ask your teacher ask your sibling sister ask your parent you know there's no shame because that's how you learn so that's mm-hmm. the same the adults you know there is just there should be no shame and this t- taboo of that people are somehow crazy like 
if i'm if i'm depressed like i had uh, i had uh, two daughters i have two daughters in fact so i had a postpartum depression severe in both both the times and i being a doctor myself i did not seek help uh, because you know we have this notion although i'm a doctor myself but we have this notion that the medications can be harmful you can become addicted to them you know the antidepressants and stuff and then one of my friends she's like you need to if you're suffering why are you suffering these these doctors are out there to help you you know these these coaches are out there to help you why are you suffering if you know if if your child suffers would you let them suffer if if they need help would you let them uh, suffer and not get the help they need no you won't why do we do it to ourselves we do it to ourselves we're we're, we're actually being cruel to ourselves just because um, it's us you know and uh, we don't want to change our lives and this again is a habit you know when we don't want to take control of our lives we like to maybe suffer we like to uh, kind of tell the people how hard our lives are how much we're suffering because i don't know and and it's the truth i i'm i'm owning it that it's th this victim feeling it makes us feel somehow empowered that there are these other people who are trying to control us and we're victims you know people don't like to listen to that and that's the truth truth bomb out there you know um your friend will listen to you crying once twice thrice and then she will say hey hina get up stand on your feet you have two hands you have two legs go out there make a difference you can change your life you know so it is up to us we have to take control of our lives i have, yeah. i agree with that 100% 100% i agree with that and especially when you you know you mentioned that uh we tend to like the state of being a, a victim uh, and there's so many things uh, regards to right so some people enjoy being the victims out of thing but by enjoy i mean they're happy with being in that uh, circle of victim because they're getting the support right so they may be just like that support right? people are coming and saying oh you okay okay you know uh, let me bring you something let me help you i'll do this for you i'll do that it becomes a bad habit actually you know so and then you have to kind of get rid of that bad habit you know i i tell i tell people you know like if your child develops a bad habit what do you do or if they do something wrong what do you do do you keep reminding them do you keep uh, uh you know scolding them or saying things to them no you don't you know you teach them you know you teach them the right thing and you have to be patient with them they don't learn in one go you know if if you want to change a bad habit to a good habit it takes time and it takes patience that's what we have to do with ourselves we unfortunately are not patient with ourselves we want instant results which is and, so yeah i i agree 100% i agree 100% you know i also i also believe uh for for lots of people which is men included as well so you know um there are a small number of men who suffer from similar uh, similar things but yeah there's a large number of women who uh, are out there you know they talk yeah, about it for men too they don't talk about it because we want them to be manly uh, uh we think that it's manly not to talk about their problems but believe me in today's world even with 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 sexual harassment and abuse men are suffering boys are suffering uh, it's out there and then of course other forms are of abuse and trauma are out there too so this i was going to ask you a question there now so 
since you've been doing this, have you seen a change in the society of the, for your part of the world where you at? Because now the women are maybe talking more. Uh, they are. I am not sure whether they're talking more, but they're more comfortable talking to me. They are reaching out to me. Even men are. And what I see is that they're they're accepting that they uh, they need help and they're seeking that help. And I never tell them that I'm the only person who can help you. You know, I I just tell them where they need help. You know, and they are talking about it. They do accept it. Uh, Unfortunately, what's happening here, especially in Pakistan, is that because people are living in, in joint family systems, you know, so you can never change other people. Like for me, because I'm in U.S. and I have my own setup, so I can do my own thing. But here, when, when you have your in-laws and you have your sister-in-laws and you have your um, whole children and their children, and so people, when they suffer silently and if there are toxic traits in any members of the family, uh, you know, and I teach them that you cannot change the other person. All you can change is yourself. But when you're living with them, it's so hard. You have to be so patient, you know. So that is where kind of I struggle a bit because um, I don't want to break away families also. You know, I, I understand that. Uh, but then there are very deep-rooted issues with, with the adults also. They don't want to change. Uh, young younger generation wants to change. They understand, but but it's there. It's it's out there. It's that generation gap thing. You know, it's it's there everywhere. So it's it's a little hard. But I'm I'm glad people are now more aware. They're more they're talking about it more, and they listen to me at least. You know, when I go out and my family members, you know, even the the generation before me, they they do tell me that they listen to my talks. I am not sure whether they agree or not agree with it, but they do listen to it. So well, as that's, long that's as a... I'm touching hearts that I do know, like people are listening to me. Wonderful. That wonderful. That, that, that's, that's, that's a success already there, right? That yeah. You're touching hearts. People are listening to you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the best we can do is, is yes. to be out there and touch hearts and help whether then it depends on the other person if they want to be helped or they want to take the second step because you know anything we are trying to do has to be two way right you know even even the doctor who gives you medicine or looks after you you still have to get up and go to the doctor right without that the doctor is not doing anything right yes. you can be there like i'm the doctor i'm going to help you but if you say i'm not sick he's going to say okay i'm going but you are sick you know you just didn't want him to help you so yeah. that's what you have to do I also noticed that you are a, a trained suicide, the SSRS. What, what is that? Um, if you want to elaborate yes. a little bit more on that. Yes, it's basically kind of a, a questionnaire kind of thing, which helps me uh, understand if the other person has a suicidal tendency. So I've, I'm actually trained in that. Uh, so like if, because people do come to me and they do share that Sometimes they feel suicidal. So then I have these set of questions that makes me kind of know whether they're suicidal right now or how intense that situation is, you know, and where I can bring them, where, where I'd go like, okay, now this is a safe situation that I know that from here they will not commit suicide at least today or tomorrow, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so my, uh, so that's what this, uh, training is basically so i've been actually trained to um keep a check on people who have a high tendency of suicide 
but thank wow. goodness haven't had anybody yet people do come to me you know with depression and i do understand because i myself have gone through depression so i do know that i mean i've had times when i've wanted to commit suicide but it's never been that high where i said okay now i'm doing something no so that's where you know you kind of just have a talk with the other person and you judge where they're at you know mm. that's that's wow that that's amazing uh, skill to have right to know uh, those questions because i mean we we all been through the certain side you know side of depression where you're just thinking this is the end of the world and the best thing to do is just not be here anymore right and then everything will be fine uh it, and it, it's tough decision that's a, that's a tough one right you need to have very strong ethics or you have to be right at the edge to actually start thinking of these things right was one boy and you know it, it was such a cute story you know and he was upset you know he he was a medical student himself and he was upset that his you know girlfriend left him and he was like i want to commit suicide and this and that and i'm like oh you you're becoming a doctor you have a life ahead of you you know look at you you're you're getting somewhere and just for a girl you know and then you know i listened to all his rant and everything you know and for i don't know for 45 minutes and then in the end you know what i said i just told him i'd go home and go he went like excuse me i was like go home and hug your mother just go and hug her and cry your heart out i mean i'm of course probably you won't be able to tell her why you're crying just cry your heart out and just know that she's there for you and she loves you and she cares for you and that you, when you cry you'll 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 see her pain she'll ask you what's going on she she'll be there for you so there's no other reason for you to live but your mother right now and t- till today that boy he he just goes like i've never seen a therapist like that he goes like never a therapist has said that something like that to me he was like go and hug your mother i'm like yeah that's the only solution you you want to commit suicide go and hug your mother then you'll understand what your life is and what your life that, is to you and that that's that that is actually a brilliant brilliant thing that you you know you said that because when at that time you're just thinking of yourself and what what's happened to me and i don't you know what what i need to do to just feel better and you're not thinking of once you're going to do this who are going to get affected behind you what the people you're going to leave behind with and and that's an amazing thing to you know just go and hug your mother is 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 wow it's touching i mean i even felt it when you said that to you know he now, and i was like wow talk at that time he was like what are you saying he was like you're you're talking crap you know he was literally like that i'm like i'm telling you just do that you don't need any any other therapy you don't need anything just go and hug her that's it and even till today he keeps saying that i've never seen such something that amazing i've never heard of something that amazing nobody has ever told me that that go and hug your mom yeah. wow well <laughs> that that is such an amazing amazing story that and and you still in touch with that person and he's doing good uh, uh, he's doing good he's a, he's now a doctor i think he's in final year he's doing his house job and he's he's now come back to life i'm like you have your life you are your you have to become a doctor you i i i told him you have to travel the world you come to us he goes like i don't want to go to us i'm like you go okay you don't come go to australia go to uk go anywhere in the world and he goes like no i don't want to go you know he was so angry you know and i'm like 
I'm like, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm, I'm like, why not? Why not go to Switzerland? Why not go and enjoy your life? You're crying over a girl at the age of, I don't know, 20, 22? Hey, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's living his life. He's all happy. He's, he's doing wonderful. Amazing. That's, that's, that's actually great, great. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. And I'm sure people watching now or listening to it later as well, will definitely will learn a lot from that. So a quick question would be, you know, since you started doing this, you had to become an entrepreneur uh, to obviously reach out and, and basically this is your own business, which you had yeah. to then own and run. How was that journey for you as an entrepreneur? Uh, it's a slow journey, but I like it because it's something that I like doing. Uh, as a as a bus- business woman, I wouldn't say that I'm doing very well, but it's it's good enough because with my 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 children and my household setup, and because since since COVID hit, you know my my kids were home, uh, so I had to leave my job, my full time job. So it works for me, and uh, even if I get a few clients you know, a month, two, three clients here and there. So for, for now, it's fine. You know, I do know as again, as a business woman, you know, people tell me that I should raise my price point and stuff. But I, then I go like, then if I do that, then I'm kind of just uh, touching a certain market, you know, only a certain market that can afford me, you know, and then then what's what's the point? Because if I'm trying to help the common person here, common man here, so it's like it's still a journey, and I like doing it. You know, it's uh, I I don't know where my uh, business will go per se, um, maybe in a couple of years. But I'm not very um, aggressive about it. I don't want to be. I want to enjoy the journey. I want to enjoy my girls. They're both sitting here next to me. One is here. <laughs> it's right here, drawing. Uh, this is my little one. <laughs> it's, I'm right now visiting, you know, I'm in Karachi. I'm in my parents' house right now. And it's 12, it's 12.30 midnight. I, I know, right? Yeah, it's too, too late time over there, right? And so thank you very much for, for telling, uh, coming on this late for you as well. Because I know you traveled back from US, but you still, uh, you know, because we had already committed for this and yeah. you still came on. Um, so it's, when you became an entrepreneur and, you know, started on this uh, journey for your own business and, you know, your own practice, um, did you had, um, did you thought of marketing, for example, that, did you, you know, how, how did you, because, you, you know, entrepreneur has to wear so many different, different hats. You, they have to worry about maybe how I'm going to get clients, where I go. Things because uh, to be honest, when I, I, I did my NLP, uh, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and I did it for myself. I did not know at that point that I could become a coach or I could become, you know, do what I'm doing right now. So I had not done this uh, master uh, uh, practitioner course with the intention of becoming a coach. But when I did it and I realized this is something I'm good at, you know, my, my mother still laughs. She goes, she goes like she's p- picked up a, a profession which she's good at, which is talking. <laughs> so I'm like, this is something that I'm good at. And, you know, I can um, talk to people and I can listen to them and hear their stories. So that's how I ventured into this. And with the marketing, I haven't really and have never really given a lot of thought to it. Uh, a lot of people do approach me uh, for marketing. So I, I'm still kind of in the process. You know, I, I don't know where I am. 
um, so I, I kind of started my Facebook page. I started my own because initially when I started, I started with my own personal Facebook. Uh, and then I kind of grew, made my page and now I'm on Instagram. So, so it's, it's a process and I'm not kind of taking too much on myself. I'm not trying, I'm not overwhelming myself. So just going with the base. I, I love that. So, you know, because you, you mentioned that quite a few times as well, so that you're enjoying the journey of being an entrepreneur and being able to help people. Because uh, it's all at the end about that journey. It's not about, uh, you know, getting that result. Because a lot of people uh, get stuck in that, oh, I need to get result. I'm a business person now. I need to make profits. I need to achieve um this. I, I have a belief in that because, you know, when I came to U.S. and I did not work for 10 years initially, you know, and uh, and then my when when I landed a job in clinical research, it came to me. And at that time, my little one was starting kindergarten and I was like, OK, now she's starting school, my little one. And now I have this job knocking at my door and it actually came at my door. I never went looking for it, you know. So and now after three years, uh, I'm doing this. So somewhere I know that if it's meant to be, it will happen. I just need to work, you know, um, with passion, with honesty, uh, and uh, just do my thing and hope for the best. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. And I don't know how long it will take. Um, I do have my daughters. I'm, I'm waiting for COVID to get over, you know, and things to go back to normal. And um, yeah, so there wow. I am. That, that's actually, you know, I, I love the way you've just mentioned that, you know, it's, it's wait for the, you know, the, the, the job came knocking at your door. And so what I'm hearing from all this is be ready for whatever comes your way and recognize the opportunities. Right. So everything comes at the right time. So like before that, I, I was, you know, in that 10 year period, I was kind of worried, you know, like everybody I'm wasting away my education. You know, I had two daughters, so I was ha I had postpartum depression also. So, you know, the same thing that everybody goes through, you know. And then I was like, okay, I, I, because I'm a doctor, I was like, I'll do some uh, ultrasound course. I do some some other course here and there, you know, and I was trying to look, at, look into it. And then this came. So now I'm, I'm a believer that if it's meant to be, it will happen, you know, and I just have to run my course. And because now my daughters are at that age, they're eight and 10. So they need me. And they are at the end of the day, my priority, you know, whatever I'm doing is for them, you know, so uh, I cannot do something at the expense of them. So if they allow me, and if whatever I do with them or for them allows me, I'll do it. If it doesn't, if it affects it, I won't do it. You know, uh, another uh, one of my friends once told me, you know, when I in the 10 year, year period when I was not working, I was still very active. I was I volunteered with Kwanas. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's uh, Kwanas International is a children's uh, um, uh, NGO. It's a organization that works for children in the U.S. So they have a chapter. I, I w volunteered with them. Uh, and then I also was with Moms Club of Fresno North, and I was a board member there. Uh, and so whatever I've done, I've done with my kids around me. And one of my friends even commented that, you know, we, what we love about what you do is that your kids are always around you. Like even right now, they're here. You know, yes, so they're like... I 
to whatever, whether you're going out and doing something physically. And, you know, when the Syrian families came to Fresno, uh, you know, I was there uh, when, you know, you know, there are other uh, small fundraiser activities happening in town. I'm there and my kids are with me, you know, or if I even if I'm working at home and giving an interview or creating my own um, whatever, you know, YouTube or my own um, seminars and trainings, they're here and they can see my kids running around me. So I, I, I say, yeah, because my life revolves around them. And I never, I never take my kids as a, as a burden on me. And that's what I tell a lot of parents, especially new mothers, because once, once they have kids, they start feeling restricted, that they can't do things because of their kids. Do things with your kids, I tell them. You know, uh, there's, they, they, they say women need a me time. I always say my me time is with my girls. So when I need a me time, I sit with them and chat. I draw, I paint, we go out to the park, we play badminton. That's my me time. My me time is not sitting alone, watching a movie alone, or going on a date night with my husband, or doing a women's night out, you know. My me time is with them because they help me relax. When I sit and chat with them, imagine having a conversation with an 80-year-old. Her, you know, you, you just laugh. You're just listening to them talking and they're talking about their school and their friends and you're just laughing. They're telling you their stories of, of their cartoons of Miraculous Ladybug and you're just listening and you're laughing. You know, it, it takes away all my stress of my day. So I do things with my kids and that's what I tell most of the mothers. You know, when, when I got married and when I had these kids, it was my choice. You know, so like when you get married and you have children, you make that choice. So now then why regret it? You know, why say, oh, now I have children. I can't do this. I, I do things what you can with them. Right? I agree. I agree. hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, and, I, and I love that, you know, you have your girls uh, around you every time and, you know, they're here for, for this as well, uh, choose the talk and I can hear them in the background as well. So it, it's, it's amazing to, but even though when you are saying you weren't, uh, you know, uh, working for that 10 years, but you were actively participating, uh, you know, so that is pretty much, you were active, you know, you, that is. I was right. For a website, I wrote health articles, you know, I was like a ghostwriter for them. So they didn't put in my name. Uh, it was a Chinese based. Uh, so I wrote health articles for them. And for Kuanas, I was taking care of their newsletter of their. So these are things I was doing from home. And I wasn't paid. Again, I want to tell this to a lot of girls too. People want jobs. They want instant money. They want instant success. Live your life things come, you know, like when I did all these things and when I put it on my resume, this is all my volunteer work. I did not work per se in the sense that I did not earn money that 10 years, but I worked. I did a lot of yeah. things. I was very active in the community. I started a, a mommy and me program uh, for my community center, for the Muslim community center in, in my masjid, you know. Uh, I learned it from the mom's club. And when I learned how they're doing, and what they're doing, I brought it into the community. I'm like, we should do it too amongst us. So why, why don't we do things that uh, these other uh, women do here? So it takes, uh, I think it takes courage 
to the, do that not people not many people have the courage to initiate um but i love i love the fact that you know you you are active and and what i'm hearing from the story also is you know to be uh to, to be active in terms of yeah yeah you didn't earn money does not mean you weren't doing nothing you were still participating you were still being active in the community you were still doing things uh, you were still giving right you were still giving your time so for someone to give your time is already helping uh, a lot of people and then you had your girls around you anyway so that doesn't that wasn't really affecting you in terms of right oh i'm doing all these things and uh, my time is being wasted well no, well no it's not and the time would have been my wasted if you were not doing anything yes my husband used to sometimes say why why and a lot of men do a lot of men do tell their wives why what's need why are you doing it you know sometimes it's it's not the money it's just they want to keep themselves busy they want to keep themselves uh, mentally engaged and intellectually alive you know it's so important you know you get out of the house you dress up you you are able to interact with with people if 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 i wouldn't have done it i know i would have been a, a very typical housewife you know just being been home and doing nothing you have to you have to grow with the people you have to grow with the community you have to grow in them uh and that's what i tell everybody you know even here in pakistan you know one of my um you know one of my cousins she once said that i wish we were in us that we could help the syrian ref- refugees and i'm like why syrian refugees only in pakistan there's so much poverty you know uh, you want to help go out there you you can if you don't want to kind of start a pro- project maybe but there are already projects out there you know you have you have the city center here or we have other uh, um ngos or welfare organizations that are working go and help them out you know and sometimes a lot of people just feel giving the money or doing cha- is is enough charity you know and i living in us they see me doing things and then they go like oh she's doing so much well you can do it too you can do it in pakistan you can do it in india you can do it anywhere in the world for that you need to get out of the house yourself it's uh, i love i love that and um and it's easier to look at me and see things but you see it's hard it's not that easy i am i have the same house as other people i have the same husband i have the similar life in fact we work work more in us you know we don't have a lot of domestic help that people here have you know, so but we have to take the initiative ourselves nobody's going to do it for us i was going i was going to say that i mean uh, being in, being in europe and us uh, there there is no there's no help there's no cleaner coming to clean your house there's you know there's no uh, certain helps that you can get in 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 the other parts of the countries right so, or, or the world um so but and you doing that it, it takes a lot of effort so i would, you know i would like to say thank you very much for for coming on today and sharing such an amazing story and you know we should be wrapping this up uh, obviously let you have your rest as well it's very late where you are now um what would you like to say to wrap this up something to inspiring for the people who are listening support each other love each other do not judge each other i would really say that to all men and women stop saying mean things to each other be kind it's so important just a kind gesture just a smile just showing that you understand or you care that's enough you know this is so important uh, i mean i've seen just 
one word of kindness it can change someone's life you don't know what other people are going through so if they're having issues if they're having anger issues if they're having other issues don't label them that they're mad they need help you know don't make it getting don't make getting help a hard thing don't make it like as if it's something so bad and so wrong that they feel guilty about getting the help don't make them feel guilty if your wife your ch child your mother or your even men in your uh, life need help do it with pride because you're getting them the help it's just like you know how we say if a sink in your house is broken and you can't fix it who will get a plumber do you feel guilty about it do you feel guilty about the fact that i can't fix a sink in my house or i can't fix a light bulb in my house or something whatever you get the help that you need okay so if something you cannot fix and you feel it's getting out of hand get the help and don't make them feel bad about it and don't feel bad about it yourself love this thank you very much uh, for su sharing such an amazing wisdom with us today uh, and 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 your lovely girls which were walking past us <laughs> now yes was a very nice voice um so i would like to say anybody who has been watching this ig live uh, thank you for being with us throughout the episode uh, it will be left on ig uh, tv for people to watch or, or rewind and watch it from beginning who've just joined late uh, and i also would like to say is if you are watching this with us or you listening to this later as well and you found something very inspiring or a light bulb moment that has happened to you uh it's our duty now to share this with others because if we got inspired or we had a light bulb moment or we found something you know saying oh yeah you know this is something we should do it's not for us to keep it with us we need to share it with anybody and everybody who just appeared in your mind by watching this episode because we do not know who's just woken up or going to bed thinking of a better tomorrow than today so and your sharing this episode might just ignite the same feelings that you are having now by watching this so thank you very much uh for your your time hina and we will be back again next tuesday everybody with another amazing soul as well and thank you again hina have a good day take care take care bye bye bye